It's time to talk MTCS sports. It's Cougar Corner, fueled by Donut Country and Chick-fil-A. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, live your best life. Online at TOA.com. We're joined by Middle Tennessee Christian School coaches to talk about their most recent games and their upcoming opponents. It's time to talk orange and white on MTCS Cougar Corner. Welcome in to MTCS Cougar Corner here on this Saturday morning. It's time to talk about the orange and white, and we're talking boys basketball here today. Jason Piercy is uh, joining us. Who knows what we'll dive into, you know? Never know. Never know. Might talk about um, Jamie Carver a little bit because, I, <laughs> you know, um, Ed Watson usually shows up somewhere along in the conversation, so we'll just see. That's right. Let's just roll with it. <laughs> Coach, uh, I know this last week, um, uh, going into the uh, tournament, uh, you know, the uh, district tournament, had uh, a nice win over Zion and then uh, ran into CPA, which has, has won a lot of basketball games and, and may win, wind up winning it all. So you had to kind of go through a buzzsaw then, didn't you? We did. I mean, uh, we started out with Zion going down there, and we played uh, – it was sloppy, honestly. Um you know, they've been dealing with some COVID issues. Their coach wasn't there. So they were kind of out of sorts. Um, and, and we played well enough. It sounds terrible. We played well enough to win by 30 or whatever it was. And uh, But I just felt like we were kind of sloppy in some areas. We were really good in some areas and just we were casual with the ball. Had too many turnovers. Um, so, um, but in terms of time, you know, it, there's really nothing negative. You just roll on. And so – you know, we said, hey, we got to clean it up for the next one uh, and let's get on survive in advance and go to the next one kind of thing mentality. And so that's what we did. And, yeah, we, you know, we had CP at their, CPA at their place early in the year and, and they blitzed us pretty good. I think they hit 17, 18 threes that day. And then uh, we got them over here and, and played really well, held them to, I think, six or seven threes and, and that's kind of their game. They kind of flip the script on you. They want more threes and twos. And um, and so we kind of just towed the line and forced them uh, to take more inside the arc and, and you know, played probably our, one of our better defensive games of the year, you know, holding them to six and six. And, you know, we had – I think it was three with a minute to go and we had the ball, if I'm not mistaken. So um, anytime you got the number one team in the state in Division two your place and you you're playing that well you know so we, we went in with a lot of optimism and you know the honest truth is uh i, I felt like we could be in another dog fight i don't think they really wanted to play us we get some matchup issues with our our length and our size that they didn't like uh but yeah we, it, the story on them is you catch them on the night when they're they're shooting well and they're playing defense and uh they have a tendency to try to just outscore you uh and they'll, they'll uh, have this theory that they spot you 15 points and make you feel good about shooting, and then all of a sudden they turn it on, uh, which may or may not be true, but it feels that way. But that's that's the kind of thing is that we, we slowed it down here and took our time and were very deliberate and uh, made them have to defend. And But they're tough. And when, the, when they turn on defensively and they force you into turnovers, and, and, and that's what they did up there, you know, they from the tip. You know, we got the tip kind of. Two guys run right at our, our ball handler, and, and we just – we didn't handle pressure well. Made way too many turnovers, and you can't do that against a team that good and, and, and make it, especially in their gym and the tournament. So, you know, they shot the ball really well, and 
and uh, they were just off and running. We were trying to hang on, honestly. But uh, that that's I, I think I told you before. I think that's the best team in my 22, 24 years, whatever it is, that I've been coaching. That's the best team that I've I've ever coached against. Uh, they may not be the most talented uh, all the way around, you know, but uh, they are the best team and play uh, play and know where each other are and what they want to do and how they want to do it and and they're they're tough. They're really tough. Well, for for folks who maybe haven't seen them play, but have seen some of the uh, seven triple A seven triple A teams play, you know they played uh, Siegel at Christmas and it was a dogfight. So that kind of tells you the the caliber of team that that uh, CPA has and the challenge of going on the road and playing at their place. Uh, that that was part of it too, I would say. Oh, it is. I mean, anytime you go on the road, and especially in, in the the weird world we're in right now. It, uh, gyms can be kind of empty and dead and you got to create your own energy and you know I mean they just they honestly just punched us in the mouth from the start and we staggered and you can't you can't stagger and that was the whole thing you got to you got to weather the storm and you got to come back strong and you know we staggered back a little bit and they're off and running and and then it was just you know we dug ourselves way too big a hole to get out of and so um but it is what it is, you know. Yeah, you're right. They they they've got a, a really good chance to uh, to really uh, make a run for another one this year. I think. Uh, we're on Cougar Corner this morning talking boys basketball, MTCS. Uh, I, I did want to give you the opportunity to talk about your guys here as well this morning, Coach. And uh, you know, uh, we had an opportunity to do a couple of uh, of your games, and uh, I, I was so impressed with uh devin hill in the in the two games that that we broadcast he had 17 uh against cpa and against uh grace he had 23 uh just really played well for you and uh i i know you've got some seniors you want to talk about as well so uh anywhere you'd like to go here with this but i I thought we'd start with devin since he had uh, down the stretch had some really big games for you yeah brian i'm gonna run right here and go because uh in this world we live in uh, we don't. We may not get a banquet. You know, that's that's a tough thing this year is that we've not had a banquet for any of our sports teams because of gathering rules and and it, that's that's a part of the fun of banquets is that you get to get in front of people and talk about your kids and, and uh, you know a lot of times we get them in, in games and practice and we you know we're on them we're on them we're on them you know and parents see us getting after their kid and they never hear the good things about them and. And we've got a bunch of good kids, and uh, so yeah, I'm I'm about to take over the show here and and talk about kids for a while. <laughs> so uh, this is your show. That's right. If you need to take a break, you go right ahead. But I, <laughs> I want to talk about a lot of these kids because uh, uh, and, and let people hear the good things about them because uh, they are you know you you mentioned Devin Hill and I'll start down there with Devin Hill led us in scoring um, was our second leading rebounder as a sophomore and. And I kind of – I jokingly refer to him and Andrew Adams as brothers because they're always together, grown up together. And Andrew's kind of the same thing. His numbers were very similar to Devin's. And we kind of went as they went, in a sense, scoring-wise. We needed those two. Uh, if those two were off, we, we were going to struggle. Uh, that's the honest truth. And we needed them to be more aggressive. And honestly, when, when you have young ones and you need to lean on them, you need to you need them to grow up quickly, 
And that's what we had to do is we had to get them to understand. Uh, they both have a tendency when they drive and get into four feet to look for somebody else to throw to. And we're, you know, yes, you preach unselfishness and these two are very <laughs> unselfish, but at the same time, we're like, at, at this point, when you get to the end of the rim, this is where your team needs you to be selfish and, and take shots. And and to their credit, they're all about these, these two are team guys and they want to share the ball and, and they want to get after it and, and run and gun and rebound and play. And it, they're fun to watch. And and once we got them to understand your team needs you to do this offensively and be more aggressive, those two probably in the middle of the season uh, really kind of took off. And, and you started to see the big gains out of both of them and – you know, Devin's so hard to guard uh, because he's so long, and he's got a great first step. And when he gets by a guy, it's 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 really tough uh, to stop him once he gets his step. Uh, Andrew's kind of the same way. Andrew can can score outside, he can score inside. Uh, he can be physical. He can pull up for fifteen footers. He's 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 got a good all around game. Uh, you know, both of them got, and that's the fun part for me is that both of them got a lot of room to grow. They'll be exciting to watch coming up, you know, um, you know, juniors, we had Larrick Watson, who's totally transformed his body in the last year. Uh, you know, um, he, he, you know, he lost a lot of weight. He's always had good hands and he's had good feet, but you know, he has worked on making himself a better athlete and it, it showed. And he's, he is, when he gets on the block and he gets an angle on you, there's not much you're going to do. I mean, he's just so big and so strong. Um, and, and honestly, get people get away with beating the fool out of him, and um, just because he's so much bigger and stronger, everybody doesn't get a lot of calls, in my opinion. Uh, but he is a very intelligent player. Uh, he has learned to go to his right hand. You know, he's got a go-to move for sure. His left hand—that's a strong hand. But but he's getting that right hand down, um, and and he's a guy that you can definitely lean on. And you know what? I was really proud of because he transformed his body this year, and you know. Uh, he was able to get out in situations and defend on the perimeter really well that he hadn't in the past. And that was exciting. You know, our seniors, you know, you go down the list. I mean, they're going to be hard. Um, they're going to be hard to replace. And uh, that's the case with all seniors, I guess, in some ways. But they, they are, um, as a group, a solid group that has a calming effect. And, you know, you're talking about five guys that played pretty much the guard position. Anytime you lose five guards, you, you, you've got a lot of filling in to do. But you had, you know, uh, start in no particular order. You got Brock Culpepper, who, you know, came up through our middle school playing and uh, has gotten better each year. You know, he had a arm surgery this past year, uh, coming out of, I think it was the summer, coming out of baseball and – same back just a little bit, but he was our second leading scorer, I believe, last year. Uh, very athletic, tough defender, uh, but just a great team leader, uh, and has grown a ton as a uh, as, as a as a man. Honestly, as a, ni- a nice young man, he has grown a ton in the past two years. And uh, I told him that's the most. Uh, that's what I was most proud of him uh, for is what I told him the other night, is that his growth as a human being has been phenomenal. Um, you know, Ross Prosser. Ross is our coach on the floor. He is our common effect. 
I, he's the guy you can look at and Ross, you can give a nod, a wink, a, a eyebrow or whatever, a hand gesture. And he knows exactly what you're talking about. Cause he feels the game like you do. Uh, he knows when to slow things down. He knows when to speed things up. Um, he is when you, as a coach, sometimes you wish you had a joystick or a controller that you could move them and put them in places. And Ross is that guy for us. And said, he's kind of understanding the same thing at the same time. Uh, and that's, and for a while, we didn't know if we had that. It kind of scares us as a coach, drives you crazy a little bit. But but Ross is that guy, tough, tough competitor. Um, uh, we'll just, I mean, separate his shoulder over Christmas, uh, going over a screen, comes back a few games later, played with a brace the entire time, was uncomfortable. But but he is a gritty, tough kid um, and, and just just a good all-around kid, uh, fun to be around. Uh, Jonathan Burns. You know, I told Jonathan, I am so proud of him, uh, not just for his basketball career, which he is our lockdown corner in a sense. That's what we kind of called him. He was our lockdown guy, and he was in football as well. And he was our defender, and he's probably the best defender or one of them that I've ever coached. He could get up into a guy's face and just like, and you didn't have to worry about his guy. You know, and, and – there are times when the guys would score, and he, you know, he gets so frustrated. He, he's kind of like me. He don't want anybody to score. He wants the score to be zero at the end of the game. <laughs> he gets frustrated. <laughs> he score, and you know, we had to tell him, "Hey, you're guarding the best guy. You're guarding the best guy every night. They're going to get some, but can you hold them under theirs? Can you hold them down? Can you make them take shots they don't want to take?" And that's what he was good at. Is that he forced guys to just he could just take take guys out of games, or he could force them to take shots. You know, uh, that were totally. Uh, not what they want to take. You know, he held Zap uh, at CPA, who's going to Trebekah, who's a phenomenal player. He held him to three points the first two games in both games. I mean, that's that's incredible, really, if you know the kid and how he can play. And he did that for several years. And, and I told him, I said, I'm, I'm just so happy for him and the experience he's gotten in high school over here of not being, you know, going out and playing football for the first time this year, you know, being – He's another one forced into position at times this year with injury and COVID and everything else, having to play point guard, which is not his thing, but he did it and did it well. Uh, and I'm just proud of him for just getting to fulfill the entire high school, his high school experience and, and enjoying that. And he just has a smile. It's just fun to, to be around. Uh, Jack Juneville has worked his tail off this year, uh, last few years. One of the hardest workers I've ever been around. Uh, I don't know how he gets into the gym, all the hours he gets in the gym. I don't know if Dr. Sane's giving him a key or what or if he's on faculty. But he 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 is always here somehow, some way, a guy you gotta run in the gym, always working, always trying to improve his game, uh, wants to win more than anybody, true competitor. Um he you know, I told him the other night, I said, You and I butt heads probably more than one of some of the players I've had. But it's probably because we kind of were light when we were players. Uh, you know, we we want to we want to do whatever we can to help our team. We want to force the action. We want to try to do things and it gets us in trouble sometimes. And I'm gonna tell you, um, he he worked and improved his shot. He worked and improved. He he is one of the best ball handlers definitely that I've been around. Uh, just being able to uh, and that hurts later later on uh, that we didn't have him, and it hurt that uh, we didn't have his ball handling out there, but. Um, there's not a kid that worked harder on improving himself than, than Jack. Uh, Trent McGowan, our other senior, 
uh, same thing. If, if Jack's been the hardest, the kid that's worked hardest in my career that I've had, uh, Trent's right there behind him. Uh, he's another guy that's always in the gym trying to improve himself, uh, improved his outside shooting. He was he was one of our better three point shooters by the end of the year, uh, and he is for his size a very good kid that can drive. He can not only drive and finish at the rim, but he could he could pull up for the three. He could also uh, get down and defend. And he had to honestly, we played him a lot of times playing bigger kids, uh, and he did it well, being this physical one of the tougher physical kids too that we had on our team this year. Uh, and all these guys, uh, <clears throat> here's the best thing about these guys, all of them, is that they pull for each other. They love each other. They pull for each other. You know, uh, we didn't have, honestly, we, superstars. I don't know if we had one. But we had a guy, a lot of guys that worked hard. You know, it frustrates you as a coach because you never know where it's coming from each night. But you know what? When you look back on it now, um, they loved and cared for each other. And they worked for each other. And whoever had the hot hand that night, we went with. And I, I don't remember a time when, you know, we talk about, you know, team attitude. And we talk about, you know, when, when others are down, we're all down. And when others are up, we're all up. And that's kind of how this team is. You know, we had our moments this year where we've been down. We've had our moments where we've had guys struggling. And to see our guys rally around each other, is it reminds you why you do this uh and and that was <clears throat> that that really inspired me uh and these guys did that and and when they were up you, you never see these are guys that will step in and and they will they will cheer for each other and it was never i didn't get mine and and i'm i'm i am very proud of this team i'm very proud uh, things they overcome with their limitations. I'm very proud of making it through this year. Um, you know, it's funny, late in the year, I gave, we, we talk, we have quotes. Uh, Brian and I really did take this over. I'm sorry. No, that's uh, good. But, I, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you're still awake there. But um, we, this year, you know, we, we started out each practice talking about, you know, a little motivational, inspirational, spiritual kind of thing. And uh, near the end of the year, one of the things that, that we talked about was a quote, uh, one of my favorite quotes, you know, I think Matthew McConaughey gave with a graduation speech. And the whole thing was about life is not fair. You know, he talked about life is not fair. And the end of it was basically he got down to it. And he said, you can't fall into being a victim. You're not a victim. Get over it and get on with it. And that was, that's this team. And, you know, it's funny how God speaks to you in certain times. And he did at the moment we needed. And that's, you know, that was kind of this team. And that's what I'm going to remember. Life was not always fair. It wasn't always easy. But we never fell into the, you know, we're a victim. We, we you know, we we just accepted it. And we 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 fought over the, you know, I don't know what you say, fought through the adversity. And they they got on with it and they got over it. And and that's that's what I'll remember about this group of kids. All right, Brian, I'm done now. Well, not not so fast, but uh, we're going to take a quick break here, and we'll be right back here on MTCS Cougar Corner with more conversation with head coach Jason Piercy of the Cougars. 
Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. We're going to be an educational institution that teach Bible every day. Every subject we teach, we're going to teach through a biblical perspective. In every aspect of our school, we're going to do it through a Christian perspective. MTCS President Matt Tiller. That also means that everything we do, we have to be excellent. We feel like Christ calls us to excellence. And so that means we have to be excellent academically. That means we have to be excellent athletically because that's what God calls us to. It's a great place to be. Invest in your child's future in an environment that fosters Christ-centered values. To find out more, visit mtcscougars.org. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating local athletes here in Rutherford County. Experts in joint, bones, and muscles. And with over 65 specialists, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit toa.com or call 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, TOA. Live your best life. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. The large majority of our kids are involved in athletics or extracurricular activities, one or the other. And most are doing multiple activities. MTCS President Matt Tiller. And that's a great preparation for life. How many of us in our life are just doing one thing? So a well-rounded student is a huge deal. Invest in your child's future in a Christ-centered environment with many athletic and extracurricular choices. Without a doubt, our students have the opportunity to be involved in multiple activities. To find out more, visit mtcscougars.org. It's MTCS Cougar Corner, fueled by Chick-fil-A and Donut Country. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, live your best life. Online at toa.com. On FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com, and on our iPhone and Android apps. We're back on MTCS Cougar Corner, and Coach Jason Piercy of the uh, Cougar Boys Basketball Program joining us here this morning. And uh, Coach, you spent some time talking about this team, and and in a very passionate way. And and I can understand when you've got kids who you've seen in the hallway since they were knee high to a grasshopper, as my granddad would say, you know, and come through, uh, you know, elementary and, and then middle school. And then you see them progress and, and, and all they want to do is play out there on the floor with the big kids. And then they are the big kids playing on the floor. That's, that's a pretty special feeling. And you've been there long enough to see guys like Ross Prosser, you mentioned, be able to do that. It, it is. And, and it's, it's, it makes you feel old a little bit, but, um, uh, really and truly, it's it's so much fun being here, and I, and I know other schools aren't set up that way, but that's one of the neat things we have here at our school is that, um, you know, I can pretty much walk the hall from one end to the other and see kids from pre-K all the way down for, to 12, and I see them come through, um, and, and I've seen this group come through, <laughs> you know, um, I've seen moms post pictures of when they were little, you know, remembering back dads that, you know, what they are now. And it's funny because you remember, you know, I remember that time. I remember when they were that small. I remember when they were, you know, and as they grew up and I remember the dumb decisions they made and, uh, you know, getting them over, a, my mother used to call fool's heel, you know, and, and once they, to see them go from making those bad, like, most of them bad middle school decisions. Now that middle school kids are, those who deal with them know what I'm talking about. And to, to get them past that and and to work with them, uh, to, to get after them when they need to be, you know, to encourage them when you need to, and, and to see them uh, and to work with their parents, you know, because they get them a whole lot more hours than we do. But to get be able to work with them and see them grow uh, into the young men that they are um, is 
you know, I mean, honestly, if you're in this for wins and losses, you're you're going to be upset. You're going to be, you know, you're not going to be satisfied. I mean, that's the truth of it. And and uh, I don't know, mate. At some point, when you start out, that's what it's all about, and you want to prove yourself and all this. But when you get, I guess, you get older, like I do, and you've been doing it a long time, you start to think uh, you, you really know what it's really about. And 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 that that was, you know, oh, a lot of coaches in our county are the same way, you know. They know what it's all about, and it's about those kids. And, you know, um, in the end, I always tell a story, you know, one of the best teams I ever had when I was coaching Ezell, you know, we had plaques made, and the kid walks in, he's a senior, and, you know, one of our best years in school history, and he's like, did we really win that many games? They don't know. You know, they really and truly, they, you know, that's what we try to tell them. Uh, you'll remember big games and things and atmospheres, and there'll be snippets in your brain, but really, sure, you're not going to remember scores, you're not going to remember your average, you're not going to remember how many rebounds you had in this game, whatever, or turnovers. You're not going to remember all that stuff. But what you're going to remember is each other. You're going to remember the kids in the locker room. You're going to remember some funny story. You're going to, I don't know, coach gets upset in practice and you guys laugh on the side. I mean, it, you know, that kind of stuff, that's the stuff that it's all about. And, and they're going to remember, you know, I was a knucklehead at this age. And, and I grew into this, and they're going to be proud of it. And that this group, this group of seniors will look back. I told them the other night, I said, it stings right now, and it, and it should, because that meant, you know, it meant something to you. And, but you're going to look back, give it some time. Time, you know, will, will change your uh, outlook on it, and you'll realize that, that it, it, you know, just being with those guys and going through that experience, I hope it made them a better person. Uh, and and I think they'll look back with fond memories of of their team, their teammates, uh, coaches, the whole thing, and just know that it was a good thing to have gone through, a good learning experience for young men to go through to help in their growth process. Jason, one thing that I've always been impressed with uh, with the MTCS culture is every time I've been to a game, I see a couple of guys, several girls who – have been gone for several years and they come back, you know, and, and just to be a part of that atmosphere. And it's, it's, it's really almost like, um, the way I thought about it. Once, once you're in the family, you're in the family, whether you've graduated and gone on or whatnot. And, and there's always those little reunion moments with, with these guys coming back. And I, I know that's gotta be pretty special. Um, yeah, that's for me. Um, that's some of the best part of it. Uh, there's, uh, you know, when we've had tough moments this year. Uh, you know, one of our tougher moments, we're sitting here and, and Justin Wynn, who played football and basketball for us, walks in the door coming back from his military service. You know, I mean, it's, it's funny uh, to have guys like that, you know, Stephen Turner, Jackson Knox, all these guys, you know, Derek Spears, Bar Ellenberg, Caven Hill. I mean, all these guys that played for us. And guy can go even farther back to, you know, guys that now have families and children and all kinds of things, and they'll still come back and stop in the office. And, and uh, you know, that's that's the part that uh, it, is really, really special for me. Uh, I enjoy that the most. Uh, as much as they made me want to pull whatever hair I got left out uh, when they were here sometimes, uh, That that's, that is, you know, and I know that we're not – the only ones, but but I know it's special here. Uh, it's not uncommon to go out any game night and you walk out there after a game and you'll have four or five, six players, former players that, that just want to come and just 
say hi and want to be a part of it and tell you what they're doing and that kind of stuff. Um, you know, we always tell them too, I'm not done with you when you graduate, you know, uh, I've had to make calls to some before to tell them straighten up, you know, <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it just like the parents, we're not done with them. Um, and you know, I've had parents ask me to call them. Hey, you need, can you call my kid? It's in college. He needs a little reminder that, you know, I don't know, maybe I can line them up and run them or kick them in the rear. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, but I mean, uh, I remember, um, uh, that's important to me because I remember the relationship I have with my high school coach. And I remember that he, to this day, texted me the other day about something, you know. And, uh, you know, and that's the kind of relationship I want to have with them, that they they got something going on, they need help, they can call me. That's what I want to, to know. Or if they just want to call and come over here and clown around for a little bit, that's good too. I enjoy, I enjoy either one of them because um, – you know, I always, I always joke and tell them, you know, I like every one of you. If I didn't like you, that's the best part of our job. We get to decide who we get to hang around as coaches. You know, we we can just get rid of you if I didn't like you. But I generally like everybody in our program, and um, I just, I don't know. It's a special thing. You're right. I love the culture of that. Um, you know, there's a lot of our culture that I, I really, I, you know, if you had to ask me what my favorite part is, I don't know if I could tell you. It's just kind of the whole thing, and it, sometimes it's hard to put into words, really. Uh, until you're there experiencing it. But uh, it's um, I know others will say they have it too. I think ours is better than everybody else's, but that's just me. I'm biased, so <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> uh, enjoying being around uh, others, I guess that includes Ed Watson maybe uh, a little bit. Uh, you, you do have <laughs> – yeah, I thought maybe I'd get a new uh, – but no, seriously, you, you've got a lot of uh, great assistance. And, and I mean, it takes a lot, and especially in this year of COVID – thought we would end on this you know you, you you've got a lot of support staff that that help out and and uh and really do a great job i, I can't tell you um and, and i've told some of this there, there's no way that we could thank everybody i've had a lot of people reach out to me and say hey i know it's been a tough year just with covid and everything all the thing thanks for all the hard work and all that kind of stuff but i'm not the only one i mean it, it's hard on all of us uh, the hardest thing i think is having to do laundry every day for the practice gear uh, you know, like, as I told somebody that I said, I'd be glad when the COVID's over, we can go back to the old days of washing the practice gear once a month. <laughs> Sometimes you forget to stand straight up, but, but no, but seriously, uh, um, no, we have a ton of, um, I mean, you know, uh, Hillary Hodges and, and, and Jamie Carver and Troy Berry helped me in the athletic world and, um, are just tremendous. And, uh, you know, um, Dr. Sain and Mr. Tiller have been supportive all, all along the way and everything we've done and, and, and how we tried to just, you know, our, our goal from day one was to get in the COVID world was to just do what we had to do to make sure that kids got to play. And, and that's what it is. And that's what I've told people. And they, you know, you know, Hey, I'm sorry. It's so tough. And well, I don't, I don't, mean that. I just tell them, Hey, the kids are playing. That's all that matters. We'll get through it. And, you know, we'll, We'll think it's a breeze after this year, you know, running games and stuff. But our basketball staff, you mentioned them. Uh, honestly, if, if they told me tomorrow that they weren't coaching, I don't know if I could coach. Because, I mean, they're kind of, you know, I got I got three guys that are great and they're all my right arm, you know, in a sense. I mean, that's, you know, Ed and I have been together, I don't know, 14, 15 years now here. And, and you know, Coach Snell has been here. I think I think he said this was his 10th year. 
of being here and and we've all been together and it's it's kind of the same thing where you know it's kind of like having those good seniors when you know you know i, I love when ed comes in he's got all these great ideas and you know like, hey you, we should look at this we should look at this we're like hey yeah we've already got it on the practice plan you know it's stuff like that where we're all kind of thinking the same thing seeing the same thing and but at the same time uh you know and bj robertson's another one i don't want to leave him out he's been with us several years and huge asset uh but i i know that and i've said this before i know that if i were sick covid gone whatever that these any of these three guys could take over and, and run this and and do well and we wouldn't miss a beat and and that's that's a blessing not everybody has that and that you know uh there's no question um i feel like we've got a great staff and i feel like that we're all on the same page and i feel like that you know uh, any any of them could lead this thing for sure, and we don't look at it like that. We look at it as we're all in the same boat. We're going to sink or swim together. And you know, some people like yes men on their staff. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't have a one. Uh, these three guys are quick to tell me if I'm totally wrong. You're wrong. This we need to change this. We need to do this, and I want that. I don't want guys to tell me what I want to hear, in a sense, because I don't know. I, I want to. If it helps us get better, I don't care. Well, um, we'll we'll catch up with you soon. And uh, Jason, I appreciate it as always. Hey, thanks for all you guys. Um, I don't know when we'll talk next on this kind of setting, but you guys do a great job. And uh, I don't know if people tell you that enough. Uh, I don't I don't know how you guys run around doing games all over the place. And and we appreciate it. we appreciate everything you do for high school athletics in this area and in a world where the the media tries to push the pro sports and push the high school kids out a lot, honestly, and and, and I get that. But but you guys are there championing for them, and uh, we really appreciate all you guys and what you do for that. Well, that's nice of you to say, Jason. I appreciate that. Uh, Jason Piercy wrapping us up here on MTCS Cougar Corner on this Saturday morning. My thanks to our producer, Dalton Barrett, and to uh, Monty Hill Jr. and John Dinkins. I'm Brian Barrett. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you back here next time. 